This evening on TechFets, the podcast, we are talking to Donovan Dijon, who left the Queen's Dragoon Guards just under 18 months ago, and he has just secured a job with Net Company. How are you doing tonight? Yeah, very good, thanks. Um, just sort of getting into the flow of things. I've only literally been out, sort of out the army for a month now. Oh my so, gosh! Yeah, so I've like I've well, I was out for a month, and then I took then I then I started work, and I've been at work now for like three weeks. So it's been really busy, but I suppose the the sort of the transition period, I haven't really had time to think about it, which is quite which is in a way a good thing because I've just gone straight into it. So I haven't had really time to sort of like get imposter syndrome and things like that. I've just had to be like, okay, well, it's starting. I don't have much time to think about it and, and let's just go ahead with it. So it's been, to be honest, it's been better than I expected, put it that way. So who did you serve with uh, up until three months ago? So I was with uh, the Queen's Dragoon Guards. I initially spent my first sort of six years um, with a PWRR, which is like an infantry regiment. Um, and then I transferred across uh, to the Queen's Dragoon Guards, um, which is like a, it, it's a sort of formation reconnaissance light cavalry regiment. Um, and like uh, done a few sort of operational tours and stuff like that um, with them. And I bought a house in Norfolk too, which was also quite a big thing in me transferring because recently I think a, a lot of people sort of just want to want to go to where home is because it, it's obviously a lot more comfortable um, and I've got a, a reasonably young family so that that had an effect on sort of my choices too um, and then after doing a few operational tours I oh my last one being Mali um, I decided I really sort of I needed to find a different focus just because of time away from family and stuff like that and I was fortunate enough to sort of find TechVets and Net Company, and the Net Company sort of proposed a really good um, program to me, which was the Service Leavers program, which they sort of take in service leavers who are sort of within the last sort of six months of their time, and then they sort of start almost not immediately, but after a little bit of a break. Um, to then go into sort of the IT sector. So, yeah, a good start, I would say, and and really enjoyable so far. I've, I've loved every minute of it. Um, and I, I won't say I'm just saying that because because it's me, because like I, I'm, I'm quite a sort of upfront and, and frank person, and if I wasn't enjoying it, I'd be like, oh, it's, it's quite tough. But it is, it is, it's hard work. You have to put in, I suppose, a... What you put into it, the old saying is what you get out of it. Um, but if you if you sort of understand your plan from early on and and can sort of put that plan into practice, like you, you, everybody has the sort of right attributes to to make a success of it. So what kind of skills when you were in the PWRR and QDG, what skills or what did you do in those roles in the in the army? So initially for in uh, PWR, we were just I was in the infantry. Like um, I left there as a as a section commander, so as a corporal, and then I went when I uh, joined the QDG, I uh, promoted to sergeant, and then I was just really like a, a 
a troop sergeant so like ensuring people's administration was was sorted out looking after fleets of vehicles um sort of just the the sort of basics ensure people were trained to the correct levels um that we had everything that we needed everything was in working order be that kit equipment vehicles personnel um looking at the sort of wealth Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> That's fun. The dog's going nuts, which will mess up your idea. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, take then, back, you, yeah, you were looking after fleets of vehicles and... Yeah, sort of kits and equipment, the welfare of, of the sort of soldiers below me um, or that worked with me. And then, um, then I sort of, I, I got quite a... I got into a, a, a new sort of tech trials and development project that was about to get launched into the army. And I, I sort of piggybacked on that to, to try and add some value and also just learn about the, the different processes and, and things that people have to go through as sort of project managers to, to deliver tech into the army, um, which was quite useful and, and really something that sort of, that, got me interested in in the sort of project management side of life the technology side of life and and how over the past 10 years the army has increased its its sort of technology like technology capability by at least tenfold um because previous to that like people are only now and just getting sort of their laptops and stuff like that in the military where that's been a thing out in in, in the normal world for years and years and years that it just showed sort of they were reasonably far behind up into the past 10 years, which, which things have developed really quick. So that, and that really sort of sparked my interest with, with the technology side of life. And then I went in and started like self-studying. I did, a, I did a, a, quite a lot of self-study about um, just different sort of technologies to do with sort of IT, be that, the cloud, the cloud and its sort of capabilities really interested me. So I started studying for my AZ900, which is Azure Fundamentals. Um, and then I did a one-day course through TechVets and NetCompany. Um, and, they, and they sort of, once you do your, your day course, you do, I think it's like 25 questions at the end. And if you get above 60%, you get a free exam voucher. Um, so I'd done that and passed that that exam sort of two weeks later after a bit, a bit more um, study. And then I went and done most recently a MS-900 course through the same sort of pathway of, of tech vets and a net company. And to sort of go along with that, with my resettlement, I'd done uh, Agile PM uh, project management and uh, Prince Tomb just to sort of understand the the methodologies that go with it. But a big thing about this sort of project management thing is the terminology. So if most most people use different terminology in different clients, but if you have a, a rough understanding of where the project is and, and where it's going, you can sort of pinpoint yourself back into that that the basics of, of the terminology and understand where what needs to be done and how it needs to be done. Um, and then I, uh, most recently, also after that, went and, and done an ITIL course, which is a sort of IT service management uh, framework uh, course. And 
I just really sort of, because I was really interested in sort of IT and, and had an understanding of where I wanted to go, I, I wanted to sort of cover most base layers so that if I did get put on a, on an Azure Fundamentals project as a project manager, I could under, at least understand what the people that were the technical people on the project were talking about um, when they were talking about building different solutions or migrations and so forth. So that you can just, I suppose, no one really wants a manager that doesn't understand what they're doing because then you can't really manage because you don't understand. Um, so that was my big thing, just trying to have the base knowledge of quite a quite a variety of things to to ensure that if I did get sort of put on a project, I'd be able to understand exactly where they are, understand what they what they need, and and sort of what I can do to facilitate them uh, to deliver the project uh, quicker and sort of in within the quality and stuff like that. Um, and then yeah, sorry, I'm just going on, um, and then. <laughs> After that, I, I then applied for the net company job as part of the service leavers program, and I was fortunate enough to to get through the the process and was offered a job. Um, and I started three weeks ago. Uh, my first week was really sort of a introduction week, and then I got placed. I, I've actually just been I've been placed straight onto a project, which is really nice because it sort of throws you in the deep end, but within the, within the sort of net company environment, it throws you in the deep end, but it provides a lot of resources around you. So like all the managers, even the sort of senior managers are very helpful. Like my first two, two or three days on the project, I obviously didn't really have an understanding of what to do at certain points. And it was just like, call someone on teams, ask them, and they sort of guide you through it. And it wasn't ever I like I, I have never come across a situation where someone's like, oh, I'm just too busy. So I'm, even if people are busy, they'll sort of take their, their time to be like either oh, I'll signpost you to a different person or I'll uh, or I can actually help you. Like, what do you need? Let me show you, share my screen and so forth. So it, it, it was my first sort of week. Uh, I was in the deep end, but I, I really did enjoy it. And then my second week, I actually got put on a, an engagement seminar. So a client engagement seminar. And sort of what that really focuses on is how from it runs a whole project life cycle. So from the discovery all the way through to the delivery um, and sort of how we deal with the client, be that a sort of client that's that's unwilling to cooperate because uh, you have to bring in a solution. They have to pay money for what they're getting delivered, um, and how you deal with those situations, um, which was really, really interesting because the people that were delivering the project, sort of the role play was was actually really good, and and because they've been in those situations, they could reenact it really well and like ask the hard questions, uh, sort of make you think about what you're saying because. Sometimes those things are, are sort of contractually bonding and, and people will try and push you into a corner to try and, to try and get something out of it. Um, but just understanding how to deal with, with those, those situations and those sorts of people. And then also go the, the whole way through the project life cycle. So uh, as I said, from the discovery, understanding what, what the requirements are and what we should deliver to the design phases, that high level design phase of this is our solution that we've proposed. 
what do you think about it? Uh, is it a yes or no? Having sort of phase gate assessments on it and then into the detailed design. So really sort of working with the technical technical minded people of building the actual solution to ensure that it works, ensure that all the networks are correct and, and so forth. And then the delivery. So ensuring that you can actually at the end of it uh, deliver a solution that's going to work for the client and also be within budget and time constraints too. Um, and then this past week, as of Monday, I've just been back onto sort of my project, um, trying to find my feet again after a busy week before that. Um, but, but really good, really, really sort of enjoyable. Um, and I would definitely say to people that, that are sort of, that are interested in, in technology and IT and stuff to, to sort of push their way towards the tech vets thing. They, they provide so much um, sort of opportunities, <clears throat> training, training that's delivered by a sort of top class uh, Microsoft trainers and, and stuff like that. So really jump at it with both hands, um, try and self-develop as much as you can. Things don't just fall into your lap. You have to actually go out there and, and understand what you want and, and work for it. Um, so yeah, that's sort of my story in a, in a, in a, in a rough, in a nutshell, I would say. It sounds like you're full of beans and quite rightly so, because most people after, you know, their resettlement period um, are still trying to figure out what they're going to do with their life. But you sound like you've landed on your feet. When you, what took you to the point of signing off? You mentioned kind of family and being in your own home. What kind of went through your head when you pressed that button or those buttons? I personally thought I would I would be there for 24 years. I would do my full time. And I've said it to everyone, like even when I left the military, all the people around me said, like, we, we cannot believe that you've signed off. And I I did love it. Like I loved it. And I, I was always like excited to do whatever it is. I enjoyed the sort of the the camaraderie, the, the being around people, having a laugh, but still achieving things and, and still sort of driving success. But it really sort of my my decision point became sort of my my twelve year point, and also I was on a on an operational tour during COVID time, and when I left, my son was when I left to to Mali, my son was about two months old, um, and when I got back from Mali, he was ten months old, and I just thought that. Like I, I wouldn't want to go through that again because, uh, like, you you just don't want to be put in those situations. And I think the the frequency of due to the army getting smaller, the frequency of people being busier and and constantly being deployed played quite a big factor on, like, do I want to just sort of at the tip of a hat be sent away for another six months, or do I need to sort of start looking at something that can be more stable? Um, and sort of look out for my family too. And then once I sort of realized that when I came back from Mali, I then sort of started putting a plan, a, a plan into place of if I did get out, what would I, what would I be thinking of doing? Finding a bit of direction, researching. I, I was speaking to people all the time on sort of the LinkedIn bases. Um, and just the sort of willingness to network with people was was actually 
was actually quite I was actually quite amazed like you don't realize how many people are actually willing to take that half an hour 45 minutes out of their day just to, just to have a talk like just tell me your story like what what do you do what do you want to do and it doesn't even necessarily have to be a field you want to go into but people gave me sort of valuable tips they were like initially don't put pressure on yourself to find the absolute best job in the world as your first job because if you don't and you put pressure on yourself your initial start to your to your life outside the military feels like a like a bit of a downer like you failed yourself where it shouldn't be it it should be a stepping stone and a gradual sort of path up and that's where i'm very fortunate i've sort of landed in a in a job that i've really wanted to do i've been interested in and i've landed in it as my first job and i know that isn't the case for everyone um and that's obviously something to understand um that if they if you do leave the military and you don't get your first job the first the, the best job the first time there are always other pathways there's there's networking through those jobs there's there's the ability to apply for jobs while you're out um so yeah and like just sort of valuable lessons like that that i just learned along the way from the early stages but also having a sort of plan from the early stages not leaving it till your resettlement period the end of your resettlement period to do your courses i done my sort of project management courses within my first two months of signing off because i knew those first two months are if i can sort of set the set the tone from there the last six months i can not relax but i can sort of taper down so i'm not sort of tapering down in the in the beginning and then at the end, it's a mad rush of courses, trying to find work, things like that. That's also just a, a really big plan that you need to sort of make sure that's facilitated too. What was your, how supportive was your chain of command when you hit that kind of year resettlement point? Did you manage to take the time that you needed? To, I mean, you obviously managed to fit in all these courses, but did you do it? Yeah, um, yeah easily within your chain of command did they understand that you know you needed this time so d during my resettlement time like when i first signed off and i and i went and done my courses there was there was actually like a month i think it was like five weeks that they asked me to go to um liberia to to run a short-term training team and and I, I sort of happily accepted because they had no one else and i was like I'll go to like I'll go to North Africa and, and I'll do this like but just have an understanding that when I get back I need to sort of prioritize myself and I think you've always just got to go into the situation where you if you're stubborn people get stubborn back but if you sort of like okay if I need to go and do that I'll happily do that but in return is this all right so it's it it is a bit of a a to and fro as as a sort of a game but both parties have to sort of be willing to accept one another and, and sort of if I've got a course on this week unfortunately I won't be here but I'll happily go and do this for you ne the next week and things like that so I think it was just it was just growing up conversations that needed to be had and and if they had early so sort of early on it's not like a week before oh, I've got a course for next week 
then it's sort of it is more acceptable because people can plan for it in the in the agendas and things like that. So my chain of command were were extremely extremely helpful sort of in that way. But I did have to facilitate that with the conversations in the beginning, and that comes back to having if you have a solid plan from the beginning and you can relay that plan to them then it's so much easier for them to understand and then they'll know exactly where you're available and where you are. I think that's really good advice for anyone who's probably highly inspired by what you've just said to uh, following your footsteps. Um, you mentioned you worked on a tech project while in the army yeah. and that inspired you. What, which uh, project were you working on? Uh, so it was actually a, a project to... Uh, deliver a a sighting system into the army um and all it was like we had to go and sort of uh deliver uh like lessons learned on it um and then while while we were sort of delivering all that the, the sort of procurement process was was being was unfolding and just like listening into that learning from that every day of of where it is what sort of it needs to go through who it needs to be signed off by and things like that. So that really got me into like the sort of the project management side of life because they, they, they are external project managers that come in to do that. And, and, and when I was speaking to them and I spent a, a, I think it was like two weeks with, with one of the project managers um, on it while I was on a course and just learning from them being like, Oh, like this is what we have to go through. These are the different steps. And I was like, to be fair, the the project management aspects i know it is quite a people like it's quite popular for when they leave and i do think the skills are very much transferable as in as long as you you're you're organized you can sort of manage people in the correct way now the correct way is, is definitely not always being there and screaming and shouting which is which is not the way i sort of manage i'm sort of a facilitator understand what people need to work harder and and sort of what drives a team um if you have that sort of attitude towards people you can't go that far wrong um and i think because of the transferable skills it's not like i left the army to become a pilot something totally out of my sort of scope i've left the army to go and do something that's reasonably within my scope because i've done it for quite a few years so understand people it's just sort of understanding the processes and organizations that you're involved with that makes sense and when you got that kind of vision vision is probably the wrong word but when you started building a picture of where you wanted to be in the future um how did tech vets uh come onto your radar uh, so I was quite fortunate that uh, one of my friends, Andy Lambert, he runs the uh, net company. He's a manager within net company. Um, and he sort of pointed me in the direction and said, well, net company is part of tech vets and, and we sort of do deliver quite a lot of training. And then I got, then I went and, and signed up to tech vets. Um, and I got to be, I spoke to Colin for a bit for the first time and, and he sort of pointed me in the right direction. Um, and then I, I sort of just got signed up to, to the courses as and when they were. Um, and the thing is with TechVet, it's such a, it's such a great sort of opportunity because 
it doesn't just it's not just for service leavers that are just fresh out there's there's obviously the veterans part of it the families part of it so so what the the all the different various companies as part of tech vets do is obviously so much like it's appreciated by everyone um and i suppose it's just getting people like into the into the tech vets ensuring that ensuring people are aware of it and boosting their awareness because most people now as soon as they sort of say oh i'm signing off and they they have a chat because i have a few people like a few people that are thinking about it <clears throat> i point them into tech vets to be like it's a great opportunity if you want to go and do cyber security they got so much for it if you want to go and learn like azure mic any any sort of microsoft certifications that that's all there so there's there's a whole bunch of stuff and the thing is who wouldn't want to take sort of free training to to sort of improve yourself so yeah so that's where the sort of tech vets came in and and i've never looked back i still do tech vet stuff now like last weekend not last weekend the weekend before i'd done a microsoft labs course for an afternoon and it's just small things like that 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 put make you that one percent better and that and that's what makes makes the difference so do you think tech vets are gonna get an influx of qdg uh members soon well i hope so i don't know if they're all going to sign off at the same time but if they do sort of if if they do sign off and and want a bit of advice i'll definitely give them some advice and, and point them in that direction <laughs> brilliant um, and it, you know, in all of this, we we haven't really mentioned your your partner. Um, how how did they take the kind of signing off, looking for jobs, the getting the job, kind of from where you were probably um, you know fifteen, sixteen months ago to where you are now? How has the process been for them? Um, I was actually quite fortunate that my that my wife was in the the nursing call um and that's where i sort of met her so because she had an understanding of of the sort of military life and and what it entails uh she understood my journey of being in the army and and she was okay with that um and she was uh, more than okay she was happy with that but i think after the the tour without r and r it did become a bit much especially with the with the two month old to ten month old um and then my sort of the process of me leaving signing off because she's also been through that she sort of understood where i was initially before having work and stuff like that there's you all it always plays in your mind like am i gonna get a job like am i good enough that sort of that those sort of questions you do ask yourself and i say to everyone it's an it's an absolute absolute natural thing everyone goes through that like the stressfulness especially with today's sort of uh the climate of today's sort of economy things are getting expensive and 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 jobs are sort of getting scarce although if you put your if you put hard work into it like you'll be fine but throughout she's been so, she's been so supportive honestly she's been absolutely brilliant so any like courses that i wanted to do or anything like that she's sort of driven me forward like oh yeah you can do this like uh just just sort of reassuring me like you will get a job um you'll be fine like just think about what's on the other side um so really good i've we've, we've never sort of 
had any sticking points where it's like, I don't know what you're doing. Why are you leaving the army? She's always been super supportive of it and understanding too. Like I understood sort of if I was going to leave, my time is now and to sort of try and make the best of it, which uh, I think I have. Absolutely. And um, she sounds like a legend, by the way. Yeah, and I, guess... is, I promise you. <laughs> she had to deal with me. So. <laughs> supporting you through through that time. I think that's um, that's amazing that she's she's taken that that stance. And, you know, it obviously the combination, the winning combination of your drive to get those courses done and, and that supportive home life has has led you to where to where you are now and looking to the future with net company and beyond what courses it have you got your eye on to do in the future so i think sort of after even doing that that week-long course last week like I'd, i i want to have a have a sort of bigger technical understanding um actually sort of hands-on technical understanding of of building solutions and so forth just because i think if you can if you can strike the manager with a lot of technical solution balance you can you can you always have a massive input onto the the sort of development of the solution now i'm not saying i, I want to be the manager that's constantly hands on and and telling people how to build it but while they're building it you can if you have a good idea you can you can sort of input that in or oh, what about this have you thought about this? Is this going to work? Things like that. So, so I think for my next few years of, of learning the ropes and, and understanding, I'm, I'm going to start, I'm going to sort of drive myself to have a better technical understanding. Um, just to, just to sort of set me up and then where, where I go from there, there there's so many different routes within net company and the availability just to, to sort of, switch from the project management side of life to to learning a bit of sort of the development side of life there's there's opportunities for that um so i'm just sort of understanding the project management part of it now which is uh, which is definitely i've got so much to learn still um but it's trying to get a, a bit more of that technical side of life so that i'm i'm sort of well balanced That sounds like a really good plan. And if there's any courses within TechVets that you can take to support that, um, or if you can think of any that we don't have yet that we need to bring into TechVets, then um, then, then let us know. Um, oh, definitely. <laughs> for, um, for listeners, if they want to get in touch with you and pick your brain and get some advice, cool. are you on the TechVets Discord platform? Oh yeah, I am. So I'm on I'm on TechVets, the Discord platform. I'm on LinkedIn. So just just reach out at any point and and give me a shout. And I'm more than happy to sort of support people, answer questions, see what I've done. I'll I'll I'm never one to say you have to go and do this, but I'll I'll give them advice of what I've done and hopefully they can make their choices from there. Um and and sort of hopefully set them up for success if they can even just take five percent of what i'm saying away then then and that sets him up for the success then my job's sort of done um and i'm absolutely more than happy to support 
anyone that, that that's looking to go through the process that hasn't gone through it's always is in the process be that talk about tech vets or just talk about signing off in general of the the sort of thoughts of oh i'm not going to get a job oh do i need to sign back on those sorts of thought processes that everyone goes through um so yeah i'd be absolutely more than happy that's brilliant and what's your handle on discord um i'm not too sure can i send it to you after <laughs> Yeah, of course. Um, we'll put it in the um, link uh, of the podcast so that people can can find you and um, also your LinkedIn so that people can reach out to you. But yeah, um, absolutely. Don, it's it's brilliant. It's been brilliant talking to you and it would be great to catch up um, in six months time and see where you are and what plethora of courses you've managed to get <laughs> No, definitely. And honestly, yeah, let's do this in, in six months. And I'm sure I'll be in a different space saying different things, but, but it is really enjoyable. Um, it's, a, it's a sort of a good ride to be on. It's exciting. There's new things happening every day. I, I sort of, I learn every day. I go in, I go into work being like, okay, I, I, I know sort of what I'm talking about, but it's the learning part of it that intrigues me. Like, what can I learn today? How can I do this? Like, who's, who can help me talk to different people, create different sort of links in work so that I know now if I need to talk to someone in the in this sort of marketing or finance, like you find your, your niche people that, that you go to, your go-to people. So I'm still in that sort of process, but it's an absolutely enjoyable thing just learning from everyone. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. And I think your story will really inspire other people to either take the leap and sign off or jump into tech vets and explore the huge amount of yeah, courses that yeah. are there. Absolutely. Um, and, and I fully support that, especially the tech vets part of it. It's so, there's so much opportunity available. And as I said, it is free. And, and if you are looking to sort of get out and set yourself up, jump in as early as you can and, and try and get ahead of the game perfect thank you so much don i'll leave you to enjoy the rest of your evening <laughs> if you like listening to don and would like to reach out to him just look in the description below for his details on discord and linkedin and if you want to find out how you can retrain like don just go to www.techvets.co and register as a member and you'll be able to jump in and have a look at all of the courses that are available for free to veterans, service leavers and forces family members. Thank you for joining us.